This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. We learn today in the parsha Baloischo Esaneiros the Moedikim Medrash. Medrash says Moshul Lemelech Shehoyeloi Oyev. There was a king who had someone he loved, and he sent a message that I want to come visit, I want to eat by you, I want to have a suda by you. Go and prepare. So the beloved one of the king, he prepared what he had, a simple bed, a simple menorah, he was a poor man, he couldn't afford better. As he saw the melech approaching his home, and he was surrounded by an entire entourage, and they were carrying golden menorahs and beautiful all the trappings of royalty. So he was embarrassed. He said, he's going to come into my house and see my simple little lamp that I put, wooden lamp, whatever it was. He went, He went, he was embarrassed, so he hid everything that he had prepared, because it was all simple things. And the Melech came, and he saw he had nothing prepared. He said, didn't I tell you that I'm coming to have a suda by you? Why didn't you prepare anything? So he said to him, I saw all the covet, all the honor that you brought with you. I was ashamed. And I hid everything that I had prepared. The Melech said to him, I will disqualify, I will passel all of the kalim that I brought with me. And because of my great love for you, I only want to use what you've brought. And so that Kaddish Baruch Hu, he's kuloi oira, as the Pasuk says in Daniel, all of the light in the world rests with him. He has all of the oir, all of the kedusha, it's all with him. And yet he says, I want you to light your simple menorah for me. I want you to light your menorah as a boss of the dom. This is what I'm waiting to hear. This is what I'm waiting to have. The Melech in the Marshal says, I possibly, I would imagine you think, imagine you have a father who's a great art connoisseur and he has many expensive, magnificent paintings. And his little boy comes home from school one day and he draw, he scribbled with some crayons on a piece of paper and he says, ah, look, I made a beautiful picture. And the father makes a whole to-do out of it and he hangs it up on the refrigerator. He doesn't go and throw out all his expensive paintings because his son bought a little scribble. Like on Baruch who says, Poisalani, kol oiris, all of the oir, you know what it means? What kind of light rests with the rabbinic oilam? Poisalani asakar. What is the Medrash telling us? The Rashi tells us that he saw all of the Nesim were bringing Karbonas, Lachovet, the new Mishkan, and he hadn't brought anything. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to him, What was the Chalisha Sadas? 
he saw all of the Nisim bringing carbona. So what's the Chalisha? Go bring a carbon. What's the problem? Who's stopping you from bringing something? Why does he have Chalisha Sardam? You know, the parasha of Ayakel Pekude is almost an identical review of the parasha Truma Tetzavah. You don't have to think two entire parashas repeated. But Chaim HaKadosh says they were repeated Machmas Reif Chavivusa. The Moiradik Chavivus. What's the Moiradik Chavivus? of Pashas through it, the Sabbath, that it's repeated over by Yaakov Pekudah. Now we know Klal Yisrael received the Torah. They were at the height of Kedusha. The Malachim brought to each year two Ksarim, one for Nasa, one for Nishma. And then Eber, they sinned with the Egel. And they <coughs> fell to the lowest level. All of the nations of the world saw how this Klal Yisrael, the beloved nation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, sinned and danced around in Egel Azov, around in Avodah Zorah. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu's anger burned. And it was a terrible Magaifa. Aban says tens of thousands of people died. We don't know the number, how many people died. The size of a Yiplu Yaymukish that they killed 3,000 of those who worshipped the Egel. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'm not going to forget this. I'm going to remember this forever. Whenever there's an opportunity to give a punishment, I'm going to add something because of the Chet Egel. We can't imagine how broken Klal Yisrael must have been. Every home had lost somebody. Everybody was sitting shiver. Everybody was saying Kaddish. They had lost all of their courage, all of their hope for the future. But to give it an understanding in today's terms, it might have been a situation similar to after the war. You know, when the Eden came and everybody was alone, everybody was broken. A fallen nation, a nation who doesn't know how they can ever pull themselves together. And then Moshe Rabbeinu goes, and he brings back the Lucha Shniyas, and Yom HaKippurim, and Motzi Yom HaKippurim, he gathers together Klal Yisrael, and says, Yidin, let's gather together. Let's start again. And we're going to build a Mishkan, not any Mishkan, we're going to build the exact same Mishkan that HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded us before we sinned with the Chet Egel. Nothing's going to be missing. Nothing's going to change. We're not going to do any less because of our Yerida. And that's why that parsha is so chaviv that after the Chet Egel, we were able to repeat the same parsha and believe that we are able to achieve and accomplish and give HaKadosh Baruch Hu nachas ruach even though we've fallen, but we've done true, we went through Yom Kippur, and we're gathering our strength together. So we cannot begin to imagine the simcha. There was such gaguim. They felt so close to the Rabbi Nishleim. As Rashi says, a nation who saw that their chet was forgiven, that HaKadosh Baruch who wants them. He's interested in their avoider. And he, they, they, they built a mishkan. And, and a cloud, an onan, came down in a shemayim. It was a clear sign from HaKadosh Baruch, his Ashroes, Ashchina, yes. But also the Migdash, Veshachanti, Besoicham, I want to rest. I want to rest amongst Klal Yisrael. So who must have been feeling the greatest close on Nefesh of all? Aaron Akoyin, who Chazal tell us, lived with that intense busha. He felt that he was responsible for the Chet Egel. 
Ana Koyen, who knew that the Mishkan is his Mokim of Avoida. Could you imagine the close Hamethesh of Ana Koyen when he was Zoyche to see the Onan come down and they're ready to make a Chanukas Hamizbeach? Rakadosh Baruch who wants our Avoida once again. All of the Nisim, you know, the Klalas, the famous Rambanim, Tehirim, Torahs, Ha'avat, Shatechpots, you have a Gaguim, you have a Ha'avat, the Rabbinish Dailam, look for a Chavitz to put it into. And they all ran, all the Nisim, and they brought their Karbonas. Anna Koyan said, I can't find anything, anything in this world big enough, strong enough to contain my Gaguim, to contain how I feel. Whatever I'll put it into, it'll explode. There's nothing in the Gashmi's Nikkur world. I need something bigger, bigger. He looked at this one, at that one. What could I bring? Where could I pour? All of this, all of this Kloisa Nefesh, all this Gaguim to the Rabbeinu Shalom. Where could I pour? Where could I find a place to put it? I'm looking here, I'm looking at the Rabbeinu Shalom says, don't look at this one, don't look at that one. Chayecho, Shalucho Godol Mishelohen. I don't need big... I don't need great, I don't need there, I don't need yena, I need shalcho. I need who you are, chayecho, your life, your avoider, your shlichas. Pour your koyach into that and recognize that what you have, that's what's precious to me. The Rebbe Yislam talks to every single yid. Eden are filled with Chalisha Sadas. You know what Chalisha Sadas comes from? Because they look at everybody else. Aaron said, everybody brought something. Everybody's encountered. Everybody's doing something. I haven't done anything. What are you looking at anybody else for? Chayecho. Shelucho. Godol. Mishelohen. You have something to give to the Rebbeinu that no one else in the world has. And that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. And when you're ready to give him that, Poyselani. Kol. Oire. But for that, a person has to be ma'amin. That he has a shalcho. He has to really believe in himself. That he has what to offer the Rabbi Shlaihan. That he can give him something special that all the malachim and all of Bria can't give. Well, there's a famous Gemara, Masech the Brachas, you all know the Gemara. The story of Ram Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua, where there was a bit of a disagreement, and the Chachamim were upset with Ram Gamliel and Mekvoida of Rabbi Yeshua, they decided to depose Ram Gamliel from the Messias, and it was a question who they should appoint. In the end, they settled on Rabbi Loza Ben Azai. Rabbi was a young man of 18 years old at the time. And Gemara tells us about the nest. He went to sleep. The next morning he woke up at 18 rows of white um, in, in his beard. And he looked like a zokin. And it says, And Abelazah ben Azayah became the Nasi in the place of Ram Gamliel. And the Gemara tells us that on that day they took away the Shoimer HaPesach because in the days of Ram Gamliel there was a guard who didn't let into the Besmedish only somebody who's toichai kebara. Only somebody who's inside is like his outside. Could you imagine? Toichai kebara, what a madrega. Our inside should be like our outside. So you can imagine only the select few were able to enter the Besmedish. 
Rulazim and Azayah took over. He sent away the Shaymer HaPesach. And he said, anybody who wants to come learn, can learn. And Chazal tell us that on that day, the Bismedish was overflowing. Some say 400 new seeds. Some say 700 new seeds. And Chol Shadati, the Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Khalil had Chali Shadati. He maybe Dilma Bonati, Toyrimi Yisrael. Perhaps, perhaps I, I, I held back Toyrim from Klal Yisrael. And that night he had a dream, and in his dream he saw pails filled with ashes to show him that, you know, on the outside these guys look good, but inside there's just ashes. But the Yomara says, Veloyi, wasn't so. Ha'huli Yisuvedate, he just wanted to calm down But it wasn't really so. Yomara's a pel. Yomara's mamash a pel. First of all, we know that the Gemara in Yuma says, Kol Talmud Chacham She'ein Toicha Kibaray Eina Talmud Chacham We learn that from the Oran. says that it should be Mibayas or Michutz covered with Zohav Toir. The inside and the outside has to be Zohav Toir. And Rabbi, I think, says, A Talmud Chacham was not Toicha Kibaray, it's called a Toyevo. So it doesn't stimme the maskon of the Gemara here. The Gemara over here was clear that Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah was correct. That he brought in even those who were in Teich Kibare, the Loihi, as it says, that they just showed the dream to Rabbi Gamliel, the Yisuva Date. So apparently the Gemara says, Talmud Chacham could be even if he's not Teich Kibare. And why does Rava say that Tol Talmud Chacham Shein Teich Kibare ain't a Talmud Chacham? Another Pella in the Gemara, Mamasha Pella. They showed Rabbi Gamliel in a dream the pails that were filled with ash, that these new Talmidim are not Toichei Kibarei. And the Gemara says, Velohi, it's not so. Just, that was just the Yisuf Adate. I understand. They didn't let in until now anybody who wasn't Toichei Kibarei. So now they opened up the gates. Of course, all those who weren't Toichei Kibarei came in. That was Rebbe Lozim and Yeshita to take in even those who are not Toichei Kibarei. So what they showed them Gamliel in the dream was a true picture of what was going on in the Mesmedish. What do you mean, Velohi? Why is it not right? That's what they were. They were pales, nice on the outside, inside filled with ashes. They showed them Gamliel exactly what was going on. So what do you mean, Velohi? It wasn't really so. It was so. It was so. Those were the new people who came in. Perhaps we can understand this. What did the Gevart I once heard? We learn the idea that a Talmud Chochem has to be Toiche Kibaroi from the Oran. The Oran was gold on the inside and the outside. The Oran had three boxes. The outside was gold, and the inside was wood, and inside that was gold. So where's the Toiche Kibaroi if inside it's wood? Toiche Kibaroi means the person on the outside is gold. Looks like everything is fine. It's a it's, And inside it's wood. Inside Nebuchadnezzar, he has his plenty cheshboinus and plenty averis and plenty midisroyes. And he knows that inside it's not gold. But he has to know that under that inside, inside the inside, there's Zohar Torah. The Torah Kebare doesn't mean the inside. It means deeper than that. What's going on under the wood? A Talmud Chachem means one who knows and believes that even if inside it's not the way it should be, but underneath that is Zohav Torah. 
Underneath that is pure gold. If he doesn't have that, he's ain't a Talmud Chach. Rabbi Gamliel said he wants Teichei Gebarei. So he wants Teichei Gebarei. He understood the Teichei, the gold on the outside, has to be gold on the inside too. And they showed him Taka in the dream, that's what it was. They had on the outside a pale, the inside is ashes. But Veloihi, because underneath the ashes was Zav Tor. Rabbi Lozab and Azariah didn't say you could take somebody who's not Teichei Gebarei. Rabbi ben Azari was oimed on a dover omuk, that there's a deeper toiche kibare than meets the eye. There's a zov toil under the ashes and under the wood. A yid has to know and has to believe there's an akuda tehoiro. That's him, that's shalachot, the true person, the true yid, the true yid who he really is. And that he's zov toil. This Nekuda of Zav Torah that every one of us has, this is the Nekuda of Ahavas HaKadosh Baruch Hu Teklal Yisrael. This is the Nekuda upon which all of Kral Yisrael stands. And this is the Nekuda upon which all of the world stands. Who was the one who revealed this lesson? Rabbi Loza ben Azariah. Rabbi Lozav and Isaiah said, You ever heard such a thing in all of Shas? Some say, I'm walking around for years. There's a halacha that he said, I'm trying my whole life. What was that Nakuda of Zov Torah that's untouchable, that Nakuda that can never be destroyed, that was what HaKadosh Baruch who went into the Shul Tachdas of Mitzrayim and to Erev Asa'orets and extracted that. And that's why we say always, Zeichel Yitzias Mitzrayim. Remind the Rabbeinu Shlev, as someone said, says there was a wealthy man, huge Gevir, and he took a son-in-law, Big chasana, and as they're going into the chasana, he calls over the mechutin, and he says, "Look, I got something to tell you. I lost all of my money. I'm basically bankrupt, and I can't keep any of the chiyuvim. I can't keep any of the chiyuvim that I promised." Um, so the mechutin was shocked. Here he thought he's, he's, his son is taken care of. He doesn't know what to do. He says, look, okay, but at least uh, you know, the presence for the chasen and the few things that you promised. He says, I can't give a thing. I can't give a thing. I can't keep a thing. So Chutan says, look, I can't, we have a, I can't go on with the chasen. How can I do this? So the Gevir says, you know, I understand you, but I think we should ask the chasen. I think it's only right we should ask the chasen. So they call over the chasen. 
And they tell him, look, you know, you thought you're getting a huge nod, you thought you're a big, big shidduch. There's nothing here. We can't help you. Anything, not a penny. And the chassan says, I don't care. This is my kala. I want to marry her. I want to get married. I want to have the chassan. I'm going to the chassan. He says, look, the chassan is the chassan. So they make the chassan, the chuppah, sit down at the suda. In the middle of the suda, the shver, the gvir, goes over to the chassan. He calls him over. He takes out, he writes him out a check for ten times the amount of the original now. He said, I just wanted to see if you really wanted to marry my daughter or you just were interested in my money. And now I see that you really wanted to marry my daughter even though you thought she had nothing. He says, had the Rabbeinu Shalom taken us out of Mitzrayim where we were filled with mitzvahs and mas and toivim, you could say, you know, the Ebesha took us because we were such big balay madrege, we were so wealthy, we had so much. No, 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 no. The Eibishter took us out. We were a memteshare tumah. Va'at eiroim ve'eryo. We had nothing to show. The Eibishter took us out because he wanted us. And dosa trebeloza ben azari gizog ben zayim said leman tiskeres yoyim tzeischo meyeretz mitzrayim kol yemei chayecho yemei chayecho hayomim baleilos. Ayid has to remind himself, no matter where I'm holding, the Abish that took me out of Mitzrayim because I am a Yid, because there's a Zov Toyer inside of me that can never be scratched, that can never be Nivgam, that HaKadosh Baruch who loves with the deepest Ahava, and on this Ahava the world stands. And when we know this, when we know there's a Shalachah, when we know there's Zov Torah inside of us, when we know that no matter how bad it is inside, it's still Toichai Kibara. Because underneath the wood is still the Zov Torah. When we believe that, then we overcome the Chalisha Sadas. Ara Koyin's Chalich Sadas came, he needed to be told, Shalachal Godel Mishaloem. That's where Chalisha Sadas comes from. Rabban Gamliel, who didn't know this, Rabban Gamliel, who didn't look beneath the wood, Voshtein Nigmar of Rabban Gamliel, Chol Shadatoy. It got Chalisha Sadas. The refuah to Chalisha Sadas, there's never so much of that going around today. The real refuah is to be confident and secure with the knowledge. And underneath it all, and when I talk to the Rabbi Nishlem, you know, David HaMelech wrote a Sefer Tillim. He wrote a Sefer Tillim. He wrote a Baruch HaKodesh that any, any time, any situation in his life can open up the Sefer Tillim and the words that he's saying, David HaMelech wrote them, he wrote it for him to say in his particular matzah. No? So he who feels so distant from the Rebbe Nishlam, he feels so cold, he feels like Shkatam, Nishtam, Lenishtam, Davin, he helps him to him, and he says, Ka'ayol, ka'arig, alafi ke'moyim, ke'inafshi, sa'arig, elecho le'kim. Tzomonafshi le'lo'kim, le'kelchoy. What are you talking about? I'm tzomonafshi. I'm ka'ayol, tore, tare. But what Amalek says, I am. Tzomonach wrote it in Tillam for us to say, knows that inside of us there's that Zohav Torah. And that Zohav Torah is Takat Zohav Lechonavshi. 
Mamish Ka'ayel Tarag al came out, and the Medrash describes, I actually once was driving in Mansi, and I saw this scene, like a painting, right out of a Medrash. There's a Medrash, there's a Ka'ayel Tarag, like, like the deer, stands on a cliff, and on the other side of the cliff, there's a rushing waterfall pouring down, and he's thirsty, and he's trying to get to the water. Ka'ayel Tarag al that's going on in every one of our neshamas. Whether we feel it or not, we have to have an imune berure metaklorkaid. And then we understand that the Baruch Hu says he wants our avoida shalachog godol mishelohem. And he poisel as kol ha'oiris shabayim z'chumabal alarai. I'm poisoned. I don't need any of the oiris. I just want what you can give me with a purity, with a lave, with an emissary rain kite for the Rabbinishtam to dig and dig and find that Makuda Pneumius and pour it out to the Rabbinishtam. That's what Akadosh Baruch Hu wants. In Timtse as Doidi, Matagidulai, Shechoila Sahava Oni. The Possig was said to every single year. Asked the Olam to help a little bit. It's a nigan that was written actually before the Yom Tov of Shuas, Lochavit Shuas. I mean, the message is still Negea. I to ask if you can help out a little bit. The Olam knows the nigan. Existence they heard, they felt their souls leaving like a bird set free, flying towards the light that only a shama can see. There's nowhere else in the world that I would rather be. There's nowhere else in the world that I would rather be. And since that day, we'll fall. 
can ever heal me. Everyone together. And since that day will forever be a love seeking nation that pines so deeply. There is no cure that can ever heal me. He was just a young man And he brought the manuscript To the city of Lemberg To the Heilig Yushua To ask him If a Haskome he would give Yushua Yaakov didn't know who he was He said, young man, overnight here in town you should stay. Tonight I'll look over your chidushim, I'll see if you have anything good to say. The Ktsois went to sleep that night, his heart filled with fear and with hope that Yeshua's Yankiv would be satisfied with what he wrote. Next day he heard music playing in the street. He looked out the window in disbelief. There was a magnificent chuppah. All of the townspeople were dancing with his lovers. Oh, 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 oh boy. Dishus Yankiv was leading the procession wearing his big they shabbos tears flowing down his face he was dancing a holy dance oh, 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 oh boy and holding the xaviyad oh the xois in his hands and since that day will forever be a lovesick nation that pines so longingly. There is no cure that can ever heal me. Everyone together. And since that day will forever be.
heard a curfew. If you so much as lit a match at night, that would be the end of you. Rab Arlen was sitting and learning, and he forgot to extinguish the candle that was burning. The soldiers burst into his room, dragging him away. You were sending signals to the enemy, the heavy price you will pay. They stood him up against the wall, preparing him to be shot. The officer asked, Rabbi, perhaps a final request you've got. He asked, please, could I ask you to give me just another 15 minutes to live? I almost have shot in this Rambam That's so It's almost clear I have a new day Just grant me this wish And I promise you then I'll gladly give you my life I'll kiddush And since that day will forever be He said, You're my father now. I want to learn further, but I'm too young, I don't know how. You teach me the Torah, please give me the skill. The same And when one davens, HaKadosh Baruch Hu hears, the heaven shook from little Yisrael, Meyerol's tears. He began to learn further, he tried as best as he could. And then to his delight, 
light he discovered that he understood. They poured on him so much siyata dishmayim, and he became the helig chofetz And since that day, we'll forever be a lost nation that binds so longingly. There is no cure that can ever heal me. I shall Ah, uh-huh. 
Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.